What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're here breaking out UFC Fight Night Kai Car Vance versus Amir Albazi. Before we get into it, go down, like and subscribe, comment your thoughts on who's gonna win, how they're gonna win, and your picks for this whole card. As always, I'm Paul Pickle Winham Contra. I got some drinks poured up and who's with me. You already know it. If you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again. It's that boy Kev Waterboy's boy. A.K.A. the Don P.Y.E. A.K.A. the realest motherfucker on your screen. You feel me? Second realist. You smell me. Paul, Paul let me know, man. It's Kai Car for France. I'm screaming CKB for life. Oh, man. But the main event is two flyweights. I don't think I've seen this before. I think I've seen two flyweight, like, women's main event of card. I don't think I've seen two flyweight. Um, no, nah, you don't. That's when you know the UFC don't give a fuck about a card. Is if it's fucking two. You don't even let the. They don't ever even let the champions fight as the main event in on their own cards, bro. Look at uh Moreno versus Figgy. All those fights co-main events. And then now look at the one they just made with Pantoja versus Moreno. Co-main event, like they don't let these people fight at main event status. So for them to be not not non-ranked, both ranked, don't get me wrong, but it'd be a non-title fight for main event at flyweight. Should let you know what they think about this June third card, brother. I mean, it's June third. You feel me? My ass is currently in Africa right now, but you know what I'm saying. I have I have a nice little green screen that looks. I have. I have a walk around setup, Paul. I actually walk around with my wall behind me. It's portable and everything. <laughs> hey, brother, you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Nah, but that's just a vibe. But I mean, I think this is just one of those times where I think this they're slowing things are slowing down. They had a lot of they had a really early top had really early a lot of hitters back to back to back to back to back when it came to UFC. I know you weren't a fan of the last like maybe three or four fight nights. I I can't relate. I enjoyed them. But um, I think this is just that wall. Like, they're trying to set up for the end of the year, cause especially since this is the 30th year. They want to make sure that you remember at the end of the year. So it's going to be really, really memorable. We got people like John Jones fight. They're still trying to set up the John Jones MSG. They got the UFC Boston set up. So I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, like, it's going to be, it's going to be, this will be another one of those cards that, like, they set it up to not, to not, to not do well. But there's going to be some fun moments. And, uh, there's going to be some good moments. I mean, you got two vets. Shout out to the vets on the card. Andre Orlovsky, 34-21. One of those old school great heavyweights from back in the day that just loves fighting. So he never retired. He's still going to fight. And then uh, my other boy, Jim Miller, been on UFC 100, UFC 200. And people think he probably will be there for UFC 300. And he'll be the one and only to do that. But he's going to play. Both of them, big underdogs. Point that out, but Jim Miller plus 205, and he's going up against Ludovic Klein, who's actually been on a nice little run, also. So, I mean, at least they put them on the main card, so that'd be nice. Doesn't Jim Miller have a record for most UFC wins? Most UFC wins, I think, like top two for fight of the night bonuses, top two for like knockout bonuses. Because this is when you know they're OGs, is whenever their bonuses are separated. Oh, you had a knockout bonus. Oh, they they're still doing oh the submission bonuses. Oh, they're doing that yeah. still. Like when you start seeing like not only fight of the night performances, but like the other bonuses, it's just kind of fun. But like at 39 years old, 39 years young, I apologize. But he's like is I like Jim Miller. He's gonna be a fun little fight. But I mean, like, that's on the main card. That's usually a fight you see on the prelims on a fight night, even on a fight night. So 
should let you know how deep of a fight night this is. It's not that deep, but I mean, he's still got some hitters like Guillermo Cotolazzi. He's uh, going up against Jamie Malarkey. Should win this fight. Only has two fights in the UFC. One is a split decision win over Martinez Gamrot. Yes, that Gamrot. And that was Garam's UFC debut, and he beat Gamrot. And in the split decision loss, which also some people, it's, it's a very close fight. It could have went either way. To uh, Demir Us- Usugulov, who... Very high-level fighter. Yes, he just got beat by Armin Zaryukian, but Armin Zaryukian is a fucking world beater. He is on his way to go fight for a title, and it's not a bad loss on your record. So, like, those are two... Like, his two fights, first fights in the UFC, are just against super high-level opponents. So he beat one and lost the other. I'm not going to hold that against him. Minus 300 favorite, so should let you know how much, like, this guy is actually legit. I can't wait to watch him fight. He's, he's, just, he's a great fighter. Great stand-up fighter. Fight of the night. If I think you're going to get a fight of the night bonus, a performance bonus. Uh, I can't give him the – my fight of the night pick. It can't be that one just because I think Gurum is just going to, like – it's hard to be fight of the night when you're, like, out doing your opponent by so much. That you got to have someone to dance. You got to take dancing. You got to have a dance partner. If you don't have a dance partner, you're not winning the team. You're not winning the bonus. So, like, I don't think he has a partner for it. The fight after them, another flyweight fight, and the first flyweight, the first main card fight, I think is going to be the um, fight of the night. It's Victor Altamirino versus Tim Elliott. And if y'all don't know what the fuck is going Ooh. on with Tim Elliott's world right now, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put my dog's dirty laundry out there to air. But just know he's coming in with a fuck you mindset, fuck the world, fuck everyone that's inhabiting it. I'm going to fucking murder this motherfucker here. As if he's Kevin hey. Cruz. Oh, man, you're so you're so honorable just not putting out a man's business. That's some real shit, man. Me, personally, this is international. This is international. This is international media we got right here. People are listening to us. He did tweet right it now. himself. He did tweet it himself. I don't mind telling you. I, would, I don't care if Tim Elliott whispered it to me and closed the door. I would have told y'all. Motherfucker, this man Tim Elliott posted a picture showing uh, on his wedding night of one of his best friends who was his best man carrying and holding his um rings. And then come to find out his his wife was having an affair the entire time. And I'ma get real vulgar. She fucked she he fucked her that night of the wedding type shit. And they were having an affair the entire time and he posted that bitch. So when I tell you Tim Elliott is coming distraught, hurt. Ready to kill. Oh, this is gonna be a good one. I don't even know what to do with these. That's all I I'm not the biggest thanker. <laughs> I'm the biggest punisher, bro. That's what Tim Elliott's coming in with. And that was his teammate. Like, oh Kevin yeah. Kroon. He's ready to fuck some shit. Kevin Kroon, who's now in the bare bare knuckle boxing promotion. And Gina Mazzani, who went, like, one and two in her UFC career and got kicked out the UFC. So, like, the trash belongs with the trash. And there's no disrespect to the BF, the um, bare-knuckle fighting promotion. There's no disrespect to any other promotions. But fuck them. And fuck you, too, bro. Yeah, that's pretty grimy. I'm not going to lie to you. On his, on his wedding night, I would have. Yeah, I'm. I would. I would have went to bed. I'm not gonna lie and to you. Someone asked. Someone asked, bro, where were you on your wedding night? Like, why weren't you? Because like, it's your wedding night. 
That man said, I had to go home to put the kids to sleep. I was sitting there like, bro, Damn. this bitch, fuck that. I was right, bro. I was, I had the pitchfork and all, bro. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to use it to like, use it to sit there and like petition. Nah, bro. I was going to use that pitchfork to stab that bitch in her fucking chest, bro. I was, I was out for blood, man. I wasn't even a Tim Elliott fan, but this made me a fucking fan, bro. And I, and I'm sorry, Victor Altamarino. I'm not gonna lie. About to be locked into a cage. (laughs) You're gonna have 15 minutes with this man who fucking. Nah, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that situation. I hope. I'm I'm hoping for his mental health. One thing we don't talk about enough is men's mental health. I'm hoping for his mental health. He's using. But I'm praying that he uses this shit like it's like a Drake album or something. Like, Like a good, like a good album, like a good Adele, a good Adele album, fresh off a heartbreak. I need it. I need him to fight like that. Bro, and and um let's have to stretch it ready, bro. Cause this might be the first murder in the cage. Let's have the stretches ready, bro. Have the paramedics on side, bro. Just know that like Tim Elliott's not coming to beat a man. He's coming to beat a man in an inch of his life. But here's the thing, we put all this respect on bro. What if he goes in there and he's just like the entire time he's been thinking about his wife and his teammate? He doesn't even feel comfortable training in the same place he trained with the teammate. So, like, he's coming to start thinking about maybe another thing that he gets KO'd. I mean, his, his clock clean because he's just a step too late. Because remember, this is an MMA fighting. This is seconds matter. Milliseconds fucking matter in this sport. And just get caught with a mean one. Yep, and I will say he's fighting a Mexican fighter. And as you know, Dan has been handpicking some of these Good ass Mexican fighters because he's trying to build up UFC Mexico, bro. Like former LFA champ comes into the UFC three and one in the UFC. Like who? I mean, I hope not because if 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 Tim Elliott goes in there and gets knocked out, who knows? Maybe I'm gonna be a Kevin Kroom fan. Maybe Kevin Kroom knew something. Um, didn't know, bro. I'm fucking crying. I mean, I don't have a dog in this fight for real. I mean, I usually I would root for another Kevin. But now I want to see Tim Elliott kill some shit. No, but Kevin Kroom is the his friend that was uh, having the affair. Oh, oh, that's oh, why oh, I was oh, saying oh, if 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 Tim Elliott ends up getting the dub, I mean Tim Elliott ends up getting knocked down. Like well, maybe maybe Kevin Kroom wasn't wrong. Nah, man, that <laughs> his 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 homeboy is a his homeboy is definitely a fuck nigga. But that bitch is shysty. You fucked a nigga on your wedding night, like. At least have some type of like, if you're gonna do that, at least don't make it like just like so grimy. Like, she was reading, she was reading that. So, the picture that was was a picture of her reading the vows to their children. So, she took the extra step to read vows to the child. And like, people started making it like, it's one thing to like, like, if people start breaking it down, like, a marriage isn't just between you and it's like, you and God, like it's a it's a covenant between y'all two and God. Like so, like if you're religious, like God's watching. Like this is you're not only making this promise to you. This is a promise to God. And like for you to be willing to put God into this this sticky situation, bro, that's some grimy level shit, bro. The grimiest. Like I only wish that I hope she gets a paper cut. Like counting 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 money to counting money to pay her rent that she's laid on. Like. We only listen to worse for her. <laughs> hope you get a paper cut every time you pick up a piece of paper. I hope every time you get out of bed, you stub your toe, you nasty bitch. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but let's get into this main event. Enough of the negativity. Let's get into this flyweight main event. Amir Abazi minus one twenty in a pick 'em fight against Kai Kara France plus one hundred. Kai Kara France coming off of his loss in the interim title fight against Brandon Moreno, but he did have three great wins before that. One over court, a knockout of the year candidate against Cody Garbrandt, and ass whooping against As um Askarov. And a KO, another first round KO over Botarin. And then Amir Abazi, 16-1. Oh, this will be his fifth fight in the UFC. Four fights so far. He's won. He has a submission, first round submission over Malcolm Gordon, a unanimous decision over Sumagulov. Sumagulov is a high-level fighter who has a lot of split decision losses. So don't let his record fool you. A lot of those fights are super close. And then he has a knock, uh, a submission win in the first round against Francisco Figueroa, Figueroa's older brother, the God of War Figgy's older brother, and then gets a knockout win over Costa to lead him into the fight. I will say, Kai Car France definitely has had the better resume of fighters, like a win over Askarov. Askarov at the time was ranked number two in the division, right behind Moreno. And no one wanted to fight Askarov because he could submit anybody and everybody. And Kai Car of France, he looked shaky in the first round, but round two and three, he just absolutely like he stuffed every takedown and was just beating the dog shit out of Askarov. And then then he fights Brandon Moreno, good fight in the first couple rounds. His his body after so much body uh, pummeling, he couldn't take it no more. A couple of liver shots later, he goes, he's done. But I was like, about to say, then he get liver yeah it was just like his body was a compromise but like albazi like my one thing like albazi's the favorite but like costa like he knocked out alex costa right alex costa there's no disrespect to alessandro costa They're 12 and 3 that was costa's first fight in the ufc then he beats francisco figuero i don't even know if francisco figuero is even fighting in ufc anymore but even if he was, he was never, never, like, top 50. Like, he was just, oh, that's Figgy's older brother type of deal. Mm-hmm. And he gets the win over some Gulov. Like I said, split decisions on a lot of Gulov's fights. It's hard to really tell how if he's really that great of a fighter. He, all his fights are super close. He should win half of them. Who knows? And then Malcolm Gordon. Malcolm Gordon is kind of like that. Hey, you're UFC flyweight. Here's Malcolm Gordon. Like, like this is your first fight in the UFC flyweight. This guy's been around. He can fight. He's not nothing too crazy. So like like those four fights that I just told you, like nothing, none of them, none of his opponents, like one of them, his last fight, the guy's first fight in the UFC, Francisco Figueroa. Okay, cool, you beat him. Gulov, cool, I guess. But there's like there's nothing that's really sitting there that's making me like like the way he's being them has been dominating. Like he's just one of those prospects that has been dominating since he came in, but they haven't given him that guy yet. That I really feel like we'll sit there and be like, okay, we can really judge how great of a fighter he is. Whereas Kai Car of France, we've seen him lose um, to Brandon Royval. Brandon Royval submits him. Royval's a great fighter. He just beat Mikolaus Natai, uh, Mikolau, uh, uh Mateus Nikolau a couple fight uh, a couple fights ago. And everyone thought Nikolai was the next great one. But Roy Vall was like, bro, I'm fucking top three for a reason. Showed out why he is. Then he KZO'd Cody Garbrandt. Gets the win over Askarov. 
loses to Moreno. But like, I don't know. It's just harder for me to really sit here and be like, how is Albazi the favorite when he hasn't really fought anybody close to this caliber of fighter? Like, yes, he has great takedowns. Yes, he can box. He's he's just one of those UFC. Like, he just came in. He's fresh. But he can do it all. He's knocked out people. He's submitted people. He gets three takedowns a fight. He He's very dominant. But it's also just like he's been dominant against Sam meh competition. Like, it was, I don't know. So yeah. I want to hear what you think. Like, I know you, you're, you're a CKB guy. So I know where you're going with it. But I just want you to like just know that these resumes aren't really stacking up that well. Like Kai Car France resumes fucking up here. Albazi's is down here. I appreciate you letting me know about the resume because I didn't know that. But like Kai Car's like a knockout over Cody Garbrandt is aging really, really well after we've seen the last few performances from Cody Garbrandt. So like I think Kai Car France is like the number two or three in this division. I think not if Figgy's gone, Brandon Moreno. I got to see what him and Alexander Pantosi look like. But um, Kai Carl France is the truth. And it's just that the the upper the champion in this division is a fucking animal. Brandon Moreno only gets better every fight. So I respect, bro, the dude. He's a killer right now. But Kai Carl's going to fraud check him. It's a fraud check week. Is that is it is it's it? Is it the I didn't know. I didn't know they put that much respect on Brooks. I haven't really heard of him like that. But like, if they put that much respect on, oh, it's a fraud check. I didn't have to lean with you, and it, only because like normally I would sit here and be like, "Well, Kai Car France doesn't have the good takedowns," but like the what we saw out of him in round two or three against Askarov, like where he was able to weather the storm of a takedown. And as a wrestler, Kev, you know. Yes, they always like to tell you, like, the person defending the takedown and gets taken down, it's tiring. It's fucking, you're, you're on the bottom, you're carrying weight, da, da 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 The person shooting the takedown is fucking also gassed as fuck also usually because it takes so much energy to get him down. So for Askarov to get him down round two or three, he was just, it was, it, like, it was almost 10-8 rounds. Like, it was just how bad of an asshole it was. And I think Askarov's takedowns and take uh, takedown offense is a lot higher than his, but it's also because maybe the, I, I I guess it is good matchmaking, because it's hard for me to pick it because of like I know Abazi does has been dominating people, but it just hasn't been Kai Car France level people. So I guess I do have to give a shout out to the matchmaking because if he does go in there and it looks really good, I can sit there. But okay, that makes sense on why you put him up against a top five guy. But I, I got to lean Kai Carr France just because I've seen him able to stop. I mean, Moreno wasn't really able to get takedowns really either. And, like, you're going up against a kickboxer that's – he's now used to five-round fights. Like, the Moreno fight didn't go five rounds, but you definitely know his cardio was ready for five rounds. And then the Askarov right. fight only went three rounds. Don't get me wrong, but, like, he was looking just as good in round three as he was looking in round one. So – I think his his cardio is really good, and I just think this is just too far of a jump and a comp for me to really pick the guy who hasn't shown me against somebody that's really high level, and he's the favorite. There's all my betting instincts are telling me take the underdog here. It, I, I'm happy you said fraud check week because it is it might be fraud check start of June is fraud check week. There it goes. I respect that. You know, Eugene got a plan for that. They they've been in the lab cooking something up. They're trying to go on the CK. CKB is hot right now. He's trying to keep up the hot streak. 
Uh, but other than that, boys, we do got to start heading out. So we broke down the card for you. We made our picks. We're both rocking CKB Kai Car France for the main event. And shout out Tim Elliott. Go in there and fucking do some damage. Garam Kudlatsi. Go show him why you should be a household name. Kev, you look you want to say something. I just want to see murder. Murder, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. Real shit. But as always, we gotta head out of this bitch. We're happy y'all stay tuned. We're happy. Go down, like, and subscribe to the channel. It matters a lot to us. As always, this has been the Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul. Pick them, win them, Contra. That's Kev, Street Fight Enthusiast Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, well now y'all know motherfuckers. <laughs>